Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. Brothers and sisters, we have just finished our um, sermon series on the book of Ephesians, and now we're going into uh, the book of Psalms. Um, And what we're going to do is we're going to use select Psalms, and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to be talking about being thankful and giving up praise to God. In the book of Psalms, we can find the expression of gratitude to God um, throughout the book of Psalms. And it is my prayer that as we go through these select Psalms, that our relationship with God is deepened and that we have, we gain a, a fresh experience and that we just enjoy God and become vocal with our thanksgiving and our praise and be happy about giving him praise because he's been good to us. Amen. So this summer, we're in the book of Psalms, and we'll be covering the Psalms of Thanksgiving. And right now, our brother Moranis is going to read our scripture for us today. Our scripture reading will be Psalms 34. Will you please stand? Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name forever, together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true. It is given to us in love. Amen. You may be seated. The word of the Lord is absolutely true, and it is given to us in love. What, what, a, great, what a great thing to know, that that which we read is true, and the God who loves us gave it to us in love. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to partake in your word in this part of the service. We pray, God, that we can fix our heart and our eyes on you, that we may hear from you, God, and that we may receive the goodness of your word. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It is no coincidence that part of our call to worship 
was also part of our preaching text today. I thought we needed to hear that twice. It is, it is good to know that the Lord is with us. Psalm 34 is a psalm that's been attributed to David, and it is known for its theme of praise and trust in God. It is believed that, that David wrote this particular psalm during a time when, in which he was running from Saul, from King Saul. King Saul wanted to kill David. And we find that story in 1 Samuel chapter 21. And David was, he had fled from Saul, and he went to Achish, the king of Gay. And there, uh, David was there, and they presented David to the king, and the king said, hey, I know of you. You, people sing about you. They sing about you and Saul. They say that Saul has struck down his thousands, but you have struck down 10,000. And when David heard these words, his heart was afraid, and he thought that they would kill him or they at least would turn him over to Saul. So David, in this time, pretended to be crazy. He, he pretended to be crazy. He began to mark on the gates of the, the doors of the gate, and he allowed spit to run down his beard. He began to act like a madman. And the king said, don't I already have enough madmen here? Why would you bring me anybody else who's out of their mind? So they let David go. And David writes this psalm, and he writes this psalm in thanksgiving for how the Lord was with him. Is this good news? That he writes a psalm, he, he writes a psalm, which is a song which they sung so he could give praise to God for how God has delivered him. I said a couple of weeks ago when we were in Ephesians, we all ought to have a song. We all ought to have some words that we offer up to God in thanksgiving for what he's done to, for us, what he's brought us through, how he has kept us. Now, David writes a song because he gets away for acting like he's crazy. <laughs> he, he was acting like he was out of his mind so he could live. Brothers and sisters, when God has been good to us, we ought to praise him like we're out of our minds. Look how Dave, David starts this Psalms. He says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall, be in, shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Let the humble, let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. The first thing that David does in this song is he offers thanksgiving to God. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. What that simply means is that I will go down on my knees in the presence of God and tell him thank you because he has been good to me. I will tell him thank you because he has rescued me. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. In other words, he says, there is not a time that I'm not going to be thankful for what the Lord has done for me. 
Anybody here ought to, some, some of us ought to live in that place, right? Where we can tell God, thank you at all times. He says this, not, not only will he tell him, thank you. He says, it's his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. And he says, my soul shall make her boast, is boast in the Lord and, uh, and let the humble hear and be glad. So in other words, he says, he want his other brothers and sisters around him, those who know about the goodness of God, to hear about his praise and they be glad as well. Brothers and sisters, if God has been good to me, I ought to have so much joy that it becomes contagious to you. That's all he's saying is that let others know that it was God who delivered you. It was God who delivered me. I want other people to hear and let them be glad. Not only do he want other people to know about it, he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and come and let us exalt his name together. So what he is now saying, that is he's going to bless the Lord at all times, he wants other Christians to hear about this, other believers to know about this. And not only do he, he wants to be happy, he wants them to hear, he wants them to join him in praise. That's good, y'all. That's why we come to church. That's why we come to worship. We come to worship God together. There ought to be a praise going on in this place right now, on this side and that side. And everybody out not know, they don't have to know why this side is praising. But it ought to be just that contagious that when these people on this side begin to lift their hands and tell God, thank you, those people ought to lift their hands and tell God, thank you. When you hear good news, when you hear blessings about your brothers and sisters, that ought to make you happy. Amen? That ought to cause you to want to praise him. He invites them to worship with him. I don't want to do this by myself. God is too good. We all ought to be praising him. Has God, did God wake anybody this morning? Then we all ought to be able to say thank you. Amen. Did God allow some of us to get in cars and drive to this church, to this place of worship? Then we ought to say Thank you. Even if you walk from across the street, but you know that your brother or sister traveled here, you ought to say thank you. There ought to be some joy about this. And so what David is saying is David says, I know that I was in danger. I know that I could have lost my life, but I am determined to bless the Lord at all times. David was not in a situation. He wasn't just saying thank you just, just for some half-hearted blessing. He was saying, thank you, because God saved his life. That he was able to walk out of a situation that could have cost him his life. Anybody ever been in one of those situations? That if it had not been for the Lord that was on your side, anybody that knows that it was God who made a way for you? That's all David is saying. So I will bless the Lord at all times. Let's look at verse 4. He says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. That in his time of trouble, he sought the Lord. He didn't go anywhere else. A lot of times, brothers and sisters, we go other places. We try other things first. But David said, I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord, he, and he answered me. He was seeking the Lord. We seek the Lord while he may be found. He promised to answer us, and he delivered me from all my 
fears. Brothers and sisters, I can stand before you to preach the gospel. I can stand before you to tell you the truth because the Lord has delivered me from all my fears. Not because I got any power on my own, because brothers and sisters, just the thought of when I was a boy that I would stand before people and talk, it, it, it did something to me. It made me nervous. But the Lord delivered me from my fears. What are your fears that the Lord has delivered you from? You don't have to tell me. And it, as you begin to think of what the Lord has delivered you from, that ought to bring you some joy. You ought to begin to tell him thank you for how he kept you in situations that you were afraid in, in situations where you didn't know how the things were going to turn out. So he's saying that I sought the Lord in my time of trouble, and he delivered me. Listen to what verse 5 says. This is what we heard this morning. It says, those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. That's good news, that, that when we look to the Lord, the Lord has promised us that he is going to deliver us in our time of trouble, that shame will never come to our face. We shall never be ashamed, those who look to the Lord. He said, I sought the Lord and he answered me. Now, because he's answered me, my face is radiant. He has put a smile on my face. He has made me glad. Isn't that good news? That he has given me a reason to be thankful. He has, he has given me a reason to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. He has done it for us. Amen? Look at this scripture, brothers and sisters. I'm just excited that it says, and their faces shall never be ashamed. There's no shame that's going to come to us who trust in the Lord. There's, there, listen, there's no, there's no defeat that's going to come to us. There's nothing that's ever going to be able to overtake us and cause our face to be ashamed. That is good. Thank you, God, that you have promised to be with us, that our face will be radiant. Listen to what he says next. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. This poor man, this man, he is saying, me, this poor man, broken in spirit, this poor man who was on the run, this poor man who didn't know which way to turn, this poor man that was running for his life, the Lord this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Y'all know Saul was upset. Saul was the king. And God, get, God told him to go utterly destroy a people. Saul decided not to do it. He decided to save some to offer a sacrifice to God. But that's not what God said. He told him to utterly destroy the whole land. So because of his disobedience, the spirit of the Lord left him, and it was now upon Saul. But Saul had not taken the kingdom yet. So Saul, I mean, David had not taken the kingdom yet. So he's on, he, he, his job was to play music for, for the king, 
And while he's trying to play music for the king, Saul throws a javelin at him, and it misses him, and he's on the run for his life for all this time. You know, he could have been upset and said, God, I was only doing what you told me to do. God, I was only trying to live by your will. Why does trouble come my way? But instead, he gets to a place where he gives God praise for everything that he's been through. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for delivering me. Anybody know what it's like when trouble comes your way when you're trying to do what's right? That trouble just seems to find your door when you're trying to live according to God's will. The Lord is with all you have to do is seek his face. Seek his face. He says, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. To encamp, to encamp means to set a guard around you. It means to to put you in a place of protection. When the angel of the Lord encamps us, y'all, can't nothing get to us. The angels are on guard. They are protecting us. This is what he's saying. He's saying, this is what happened to me. The angel of the Lord was encamped around me, and and he encamps around those who fear the Lord and delivers them. What does that mean? Those of us who who have received him into our hearts, those of us who, who acknowledge his greatness, those of us who honor him, those of us who blesses his name, the angels of the Lord encamps around us. That's good news, brothers and sisters, that the angel of the Lord is with us. He's not going to leave us alone. He encamps around us, and he delivers us from all the things that are troubling us. So at this point, David is saying, that he knows how good God is. He's telling them what God has done for him. He's telling them how God has made a way, how God has protected me. Now he says he invites them to trust God. Look at this next verse. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. So what he's saying to the people, to us. I believe this passage is saying, try him for yourself. Try him for yourself. He will not leave you. He's telling you that the Lord will take care of you. The Lord will deliver you from all your trouble. The Lord will send his angels to encamp around you, to set guard around you, to trust you, to protect you, to keep you safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Then he says, Oh, taste and see that he is good. Why don't you try him for yourself? It is good when people tell you about the Lord. But it's, it, brothers and sisters, as a kid, my parents sent me to church. They took us to church. They told us about his goodness. Brothers and sisters, I have experienced him for myself, and I can tell you he is good. I'm not worshiping my mama and daddy's Jesus. I'm worshiping my own Jesus. Amen? He is good. Taste and see. 
Brothers and sisters, we ought to shout from the mountaintop that we will bless the Lord at all times. We ought to go down on the knee and worship him because he's good. We ought to invite others to worship him with us because he is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Let's look at it, verse 9. It says this, O fear, O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lion suffers want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good things. Brothers and sisters, I, I want us to see this. We can get so caught up in praising God, and which is an awesome thing, telling God thank you, that we will think that I'm worshiping him, I'm doing what he's telling me to do, that I shouldn't have any problems, that trouble should not even be able to find me. Brothers and sisters, if we belong to the Lord, rest assured that God is going to take us, take care of us. But what that does not mean is that we are exempt from having difficult moments in our lives. Amen? <laughs> listen, listen, we, believers have struggles. Believers go through things. But what we are promised is that our face will never be ashamed, that we will never be alone, and we should bless him at all times. Why? Because we know that we're going to win. So he, he invites them to taste the Lord for themselves, to try him for themselves. He tells them that those who, uh, his saints that fear the Lord, for those who fear him will have no lack. So then he goes on and he says this part, and this is where I want to finish today. He says this, the young lion suffers want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Now, we got to understand, David understood something about lions. Does anybody remember the story right before he went to war, right before he began to fight uh, uh, Goliath? They told him that he could not fight Goliath because Goliath was a man of war from his youth. And they looked at David and told David, you are nothing but a youth. You cannot fight this man. So David begins them to tell them a story that one day I was keeping my father's sheep and a lion and a bear came in and they took one of my father's sheep and I went and I killed that lion and that bear and I snatched the sheep right out of his mouth. Does anybody remember that story? See, what David is trying to say is that a lion and a bear, they got to fend for themselves. They got to search out their own food. They got, they got to go after things on their own. But when you belong to the Lord, you suffer no lack that the Lord is with you. What he was trying to tell you, what he believed, I believe the message is for us today, is that we're never alone. That God is with us, even in the face of lions, even in the face of trials and tribulation, the Lord is with us. The lions and the bears, they have, to, they have to search for their own good thing. But we who belong to God, he has promised that we will experience no lack. He has promised that he will take care of us. This is the God who saved, the Lord who saves. We need to be happy about this, brothers and sisters. 
We can begin to tell him thank you right now for the stuff that he's already done, where he's brought you from, how he's protected you, how he's made ways out of no ways. If you begin to think back over your life, and realize that some situations that you were in, that it was nobody but the Lord who brought you out. It was nobody but the Lord who caused you to be here today. People have been through bad marriages. People have had addictions. People have been in prison. People have had sickness. But bodies are healed. Minds are set free. We're no longer struggling with those things. It was the Lord. It was nobody but the Lord. Amen. You came out of a good home. Your parents took care of you. It was nobody but the Lord. It was him who made a way. It was him who was providing for you. And so what David is saying, that I was in trouble, but the Lord made a way. So I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear of and there be glad. Are y'all with me today? Has God been good to anybody? If you look back over your life, has he made a way for you? Can you truly say it was nobody but the Lord? Tell him thank you. That is all. That is all I want us to do. I want us to come out of this series this summer with a heart of joy, with a heart of thanksgiving. I want us to tell him, thank you. As I look around the room, brothers and sisters, if I take time to give you microphones, for I believe we have so many things to tell God thank you for. That somebody over here will say something and somebody over here will get happy. Because they've experienced it too. Y'all got it? Brothers and sisters, we got something to be thankful for. We got something to be thankful for. Todd and Leslie, may I speak to the boys just for a moment? I saw something on Facebook and I'm done preaching. Bo was running. And he was trying to beat his time from the day before. And he came in, and, and his mom said to him, did you beat it? He said, no. I, was just, I think he said, one second shot. Guess what happens? Bo, next week when you beat it, just lift your hands in there and tell God thank you. Because if you beat it, if you do better, it's because he gave you the strength to do it. Y'all see how simple that is? If you are not doing what you did last week or last month, tell him thank you. If you're better than you were last week, tell him thank you. Amen? That's all, that's all I want us to see. I want us to leave this series. We're like, man, God has been good to me. I can't help but tell the world that it was him who made a way. It was him who delivered me. It was him who kept me. It was him. And because I belong to him, my face will never be ashamed. No matter what I go through, I'm coming out victorious. 
Amen? There shall never be any shame attached to the believer. Why? Because we belong to him. Let's pray. Father, further along in this scripture, it tells us many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. God, I thank you that deliverance, our deliverance doesn't always have to come the way we want it to come. I'm glad, God, that your ways and your thoughts are not like ours. I'm glad, God, that you are in control, that you got all power in your hands, that even as we go through trials and tribulations, we can give you thanks, for there's no shame and there's no lack tied to us who belong to you. So, Father, as we go forward throughout this series, I pray that we are always reminded of your faithfulness and for your provision, and that we begin to give you thanks for your steadfast love, for your protection, and for your deliverance, and for your guidance, and for your leadership in all things. God, I, I, I pray that we become people that just begin to give you praise and worship you for the simple breath that we breathe, for the breath that sustains us. I pray, God, that we become a people who, who praise you for your goodness and for your mercy and for your unfailing grace. I pray, God, that we become thankful for you who provides us with wisdom and strength. I pray, God, that we will be able to trust you at all times. For you are the Lord who saves. You are our keeper and you are our way maker. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at Christchurchintown.org.